Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a short Bible study every day, seven days a week, only about 13 minutes, but it keeps us in God's Word every day, and that is crucial to the development and strengthening of our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. We always encourage you to share these short studies with everybody you can through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means with your family members members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their life around and come to God through Jesus Christ for forgiveness and salvation and eternal life. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them and also for you. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to begin a new line of thought and study. And as I like to do in these particular lines of thought and study with today's Bible class, I want to use a question to get you thinking. Where is your life going? Might have caught you a little flat-footed, right? Do you know? Have you thought it out? Do you have plans? Do you have goals? Most people really don't have much in the way of hard and fast goals about their life. They just kind of drift along, go with the flow from day in, day out. Get up in the morning, go to work, come home after work, have dinner, mess around in the house maybe a little bit, watch some TV, go to bed, and the next day they start all over again. Well, where are you going to be five years from now? What are you going to be doing 10 years from now? What do you want to accomplish over the next 15 or 20 years? What about when retirement comes? Have you thought things out? Or are you just kind of drifting along? Are you just kind of going with the flow and letting life push you instead of you directing your life on a daily basis, year in and year out. Well, where is your life going? There was an interesting article I read some time ago, and whether it's really true or whether it's just kind of a modern-day parable, it does not matter. The scenario that, it, that is set forth in this article is a valid one, and it's one that we can relate to. It's not way out there, you know, in the land of never, ne, never, never land or the realm of never, never land. This is something we could relate to that makes sense. So in this particular article, a father asked his son a probing question. He asked him if he had given any thought to his future. That's pretty much what I've just asked you, isn't it? Have you thought about where your life is going? Now, the father might have been a bit surprised at the response as he heard his son answer, his son said he had it all figured out. <laughs> We're not told how old the son is. I suspect he was a fairly young boy, maybe eight or 10 years old. And so he had thought it out in his mind where his life was going. The father asked his son to tell him about his plans. And the son proceeded to tell his father that after he graduated from high school, he would go on to college. The father said, Fine, son. Then what? His son stated that after he graduated from college, he'd get a well-paying job and buy a big house and a nice car. Great, son. Then what? The boy said he'd then get married and raise a family, just like his dad. And his father said, wonderful, son. Then what? Well, the son figured that he'd probably work until he was old enough to retire. And his father said, excellent, son. Then what? 
perhaps somewhat perplexed by this time, by his father's continued inquiries, the son figured he'd live out his golden years traveling and enjoying his grandchildren. And his father said, splendid son, then what? Realizing the inevitable, the young boy said, he'd die, of course. And then his father looked straight into his son's eyes with all seriousness and asked one last time, okay, son, then what? And that's a question every one of us ought to be asking ourselves. Once we die, then what? We might think of our life in stages. We might ask ourselves, okay, I've got this particular goal. It may not be hard and fast, but it's something I'd like to achieve. I'd, I, I want this to happen. Maybe we're not really working very hard at or diligently in planning to make it happen, but I'd like to be here at this particular stage in my life or there. I'd like when we, when I get to the point of retirement years, I'd like to have some, some, you know, X amount of money. I'd like to be able to be in this kind of stage of life and comfort and, and, and confidence and so on. But we may not really make hard and fast plans to make that happen, to get there in our life. But ultimately, every single one of us, unless the Lord comes again first, is going to die. Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 27, it is appointed unto men to die once, and after this the judgment. And there's the reason for that father's final question to his son and the seriousness of it as he looked his little boy in the eye. And his son had said, I'll die at the end of life. And the father said, okay, son, then what? Because you see, physical death is not the end. Eternity follows, and there are only two options, only two ultimate destinations that will be possible. One is heaven, eternal life with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The other is exactly the opposite, eternal condemnation in hell with the devil and all of his angels. Have you looked forward to that ultimate final decision you're going to have to face and determine when you come to the end of physical life in this world? Then what? Someone observed that, only, that, that the only thing that arrives at its intended destination by accident is airline luggage. <laughs> well, that's being a little facetious, but uh, anybody who has experienced having lost their luggage or it not having arrived at its intended destination once or twice or maybe more than that, they understand the principle behind the facetious joke. Not too long ago, my wife and I were traveling, and as we were getting ready to depart from our initial location, the plane that we were supposed to catch had been damaged somehow. So the airline had to fly in a new plane, pick up the crew that was supposed to be, be our crew on our flight, and then bring them to the airport where we waited for that plane to arrive. It was a long time. And because of that, the airline announced that we had all, everybody on that plane had, had missed their connecting flights. But they said, 
don't fear, we'll put you up in a hotel. And they did. They followed through with that. As we were coming toward our first leg in the return journey, so to make the next connecting flight, and the airlines had already laid that out for us, and then another connecting flight after that to finally get us back home the next day, a day late, the crew on the aircraft said, when you get to this first connecting flight, this first airport where you're going to land, be sure you pick up your luggage. And so we were diligent to do that. We went to the terminal where the luggage would be returned, and we waited and waited and waited around the turnstile. And after 20 or 30 minutes or so, no luggage appeared for us. One of the one of the people who worked for that particular airline went off and found out the information as to why our luggage had not arrived. She came back after about 10 minutes or so, and she said uh, the luggage was sent to a different city, a different destination. She said, but it, that, des- that different destination was home for us. She said, it's going to be there when you arrive. And so we said, okay. We went on to our hotel, got up early that next morning, made the first connecting flight to another city, not home, to make another connecting flight to finally get us back home where we should have been the day before. When we got back home, we went to pick up our luggage. Guess what? (laughs) It wasn't there. They had sent it to a different city altogether. And so they said, but that particular flight is going to be scheduled to take off in a few minutes. If you want to wait here or if you want to come back, it should arrive. And so we opted to come back and pick it up later at our home airport. And thankfully, it came at that time. But you see the point behind the little facetious statement, the only thing that arrives at its intended destination by accident is airline luggage. Well, that piles on a little thick, but you understand the point being made. Without a plan, individuals tend to drift away from their dreams. We can dream big, but have you got a plan to make that dream reality? Without thought, individuals, Christians, even congregations of the Lord's church, they drift toward unsound doctrine teaching, and ineffective outreach, and they begin to dwindle in number and in spirit. Interesting. Now, how do you keep that from happening? How do you keep your life from just kind of developing in a direction of non-achievement, of less than full satisfaction? of never hitting a goal because you never have set any goals to hit. In order to get out of the gutter, a person has to look up. Where are you in your life? And where is your life going? And what are you doing to make sure that it's an ultimately positive destination? We're going to start looking more deeply next time. But really turn around these thoughts in your mind. Let them swish around in your head. And ask yourself, where do you want to be in life 10 years from now, 
20 years from now at retirement age and when you face that final last breath on this earth then what let's pray help us father to be focused in the right direction that we need to be focused and that is in the direction that you have guided us through your word help us to be faithful followers and to know where we're going in life and in eternity. Please guide us, strengthen us, encourage us, give us your direction, and help us to turn to your word to stay true to that direction. Help people all over the world see how they need to focus their lives so they can be ready for eternity when this physical life is over. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.